0: Welcome back everyone to the Sacred Swag Podcast. I'm Carly. I'm Morgan. And we're down bad. We, we are, cannot even hide it. <laughs> We've been in
1: the trenches this past week.
0: There oh is a God. reason we have taken a break and it is because we have both had to do a lot of inner work and honestly a lot of that has happened just this morning because Literally, I've no. been avoiding everything in my life. For we both
1: <laughs> came to like these massive realizations this morning before filming the podcast
0: so we've completely changed everything we had planned on talking about and based how on how we planned on
1: talking about everything
0: in yeah. this
1: yeah <laughs> everything we're gonna try to switch it up completely because here's the thing me and carly are both way too fucking hard on ourselves where we push ourselves to take action more than anything else in the thought of sitting down and taking a Space to having the time to just process our emotions seems literally po- impossible.
0: Yeah, so we have not taken the time for ourselves that we need at all. We've set this no. ridiculous standard for ourselves and. It's so hypocritical for us to just talk I about know. this shit, like, we are avoiding self, our own problems. Yeah, talking <laughs> about
1: self-care, like, we haven't been running away from our deep-rooted emotions for, like, <laughs> two months. Holy shit.
0: Let us be the example that Honestly, there is a time for taking action, and there is a time for taking a pause. Life
1: is just cyclical, like, it- sometimes you are down bad, and you just have to feel it out. And that's
0: what we're doing, and we're Honestly. recording- as we're feeling
1: it through. <laughs> and, you know, I'm not sure if I should mention this, but this is, like, our eighth time recording. It's been a day. We are really just trying to find the best way to connect with you guys in a way that is healthy and unpretentious, where we recognize that we are also students of this vast universe, and we are students of our higher selves. Right. And our spirit guides, you know? I mean, that's what, like, spirituality is. You are just, like, a student learning under... Guidance that is available. You we know? want
0: this to be like group therapy and not like church. Mm-hmm. We do not want to be preaching things down your throats that we can't even accomplish in our own like lives. Like a
1: smoke, like a like a smoke session. You know?
0: <laughs> we are a living Around example a bonfire, of personally. how you can run yourself into the ground if you take action on every aspect yeah, of your life. Absolutely, There's- we're both fire signs. We're both projectors. We project everything
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh I do too everything that I see in my reality is literally a projection of my own unconscious mind that is what it means to be like a projector and it is it's a hard way to live because I have to (laughs) return to myself in order to like find any clarity at any point in my life i have to return back to home base and sometimes that's difficult whenever you've been running away from the honest truth of who you are as a human being
0: needless to say we make things <laughs> way more complicated than they need to be
1: oh absolutely The universe
0: has gifted us a break that you know, i have been ignoring and if
1: you relate just take a nap if you need to cry cry
0: We had to go swing before we even recorded this. We drove 20
1: minutes out of our way to go swing on a swing set because we needed the healing energy.
0: We're just that ridiculous.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, we're gonna be talking about
0: shadow work, as that is something that has been very relevant for the both of us this past week. And it's also,
1: like, essentially the main point of any person's personal growth journey is facing your fears facing your deep-rooted emotions and facing the shit that terrifies you head-on and -hmm. just saying this is not it (laughs)
0: it's hard to understand it's a broad topic too i know it's like a very popular topic but i mean it's taken me forever to even fully understand all that it is or to be
1: consistent especially to be consistent
0: cuz it's like oh, oh i do some work on my inner self and then i'm like okay i'm good to not do anything else for like, for like a, the next for the next few months yeah right <laughs> and yeah, no that's it's, how it's a works. it's a never ending journey I've and that's why humbled. i had to take this break i had to be humbled i had to sit my ass back down
1: <laughs> i've been spiritually put into a timeout if you will
0: so Now that we've been forced to reflect, we're not going to force you to reflect, but we're going to tell you that you can reflect.
1: (coughs) And we're going to encourage you to do it because I guarantee that you have all the answers within you already.
0: Just like we've had all the answers and we've just been ignoring it.
1: (laughs) You literally just have to ask and find that clarity within yourself, taking the time, putting yourself in, like, a little bit of a meditative headspace and just... (laughs) Figuring it out. And sometimes it really just takes a deep breath.
0: Yes. So, what is the, what is our shadow self, like, to you?
1: The shadow self to me is my unconscious mind completely. I see my shadow self as my inner child, that little voice in my head that's filled with doubt, filled with fear, filled with um, you know not trusting the universe and not trusting my path or not trusting myself to take care of me you know mm-hmm. these questions that I have running through my head that need to be analyzed and just put to a halt so I can just exist peacefully mm-hmm. you know and the subconscious mind is it's kind of the uh, the big boy it's like the underneath the iceberg you know <laughs> you have the iceberg you have the tip of it and then underneath yes. it is thick that is your unconscious mind what you see on the surface in your mental body is not as complex as what it's like deep in there <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah it is <laughs> that is one way to put
0: it it's a really it's hard to explain it is. I don't- I don't even fully understand my subconscious mind. I just
1: hope some of you could capture what I said.
0: (laughs) (laughs) When I, like, the only tangible thing that I have of my subconscious mind is recently, as I've consciously let go, a lot of- of a lot of my doubt and a lot of my fear that I've created for myself- When I let go of it consciously, I wasn't expecting it to come back and bite me in the ass Mm -hmm. in an unconscious way. Mm -hmm. I wasn't expecting a few days later to have, like, the worst wave of doubt of my whole life as my subconscious was struggling to let go of all of the doubt. Yes, it's so like that your just...
1: ego was fighting to hold on to this that you've been carrying for so long. So I guess long. the
0: iceberg really does make sense. Yes, <laughs> yes. The tip of the iceberg is letting go where you're acknowledging it, and then the rest of the iceberg is where you don't see how you're letting go inside. You don't, right. you don't always get to see the process.
1: <laughs> and, you know, oh, I lost my train of thought. Come back, come back, come back.
0: <laughs> Morgan's train of thought has left, and it is not returning. It's not. To the station. I sat
1: there for a good two minutes trying to contemplate where it went, and it just left. I am mentally ill.
0: <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We'll get back into it. Honestly. So, how can we work on our shadow selves? It's different for everybody, obviously. But what are ways that, like, you deal with it?
1: I have been, I'm a big overthinker, so a lot of every emotion that I have kind of builds up and accumulates, and what helps me the most is to have, like, an outlet to verbally write it, like, write it down or speak it aloud, and I'll just talk aloud, and it helps me organize all of the emotions that I'm feeling all at once because I am a very sensitive person, and that's (laughs) something that I have to take into account, so for me, it's gonna be really journaling and voicing how I feel and it's gonna be for me sometimes it's just like singing in the car and just barreling out every emotion that I feel it may be something so simple like that but where I give myself the recognition of how I'm feeling I take the time to recognize what I'm going through on a deep-rooted level, because if I don't, it's all going to come crashing in at once in a big flood of mental breakdown, or, <laughs> or I'll just become numb, and I won't feel anything at all. Like, it's literally one way or the other, and for me, I just have to be very conscious of where I decide to overstimulate my brain because I do it quite often (laughs) and that's how it shows up for me but I would say for anybody else journaling is so therapeutic and if it's just something small like you have just had like maybe you just had like a really bad day and it's not gonna like change your entire world but obviously you're fucking annoyed write it out you know what I mean voice what you have to say about what Mm -hmm. you've experienced in some way or form because you're telling your unconscious mind that it's valid
0: society makes us feel like emotions are a really negative thing to experience though Mm -hmm. like i i see it everywhere i mean people get made fun of for being emotional i mean with toxic masculinity Mm -hmm. men especially Mm -hmm. are put down for feeling emotion and i just don't understand that Because that's all this life is about, is feeling emotion. And it's also,
1: for me, it's really sad that, like, the epitome of life is this idea that you're going to climb a ladder, the struggle ladder, if you will, and then eventually you're going to reach happiness, and then it's going to stay that way forever. Like, emotions are cyclical, moods are cyclical, everything that we experience, it's really hard to, for me, it's been hard to come to the realization that most of my emotions personally are just... Fluid and vast, and it never feels like they have any one destination. I work towards these moments of happiness and contentment, and I work very hard to make sure that I'm in peace and that I take care of my peace and I protect it. But I just feel like, in my own personal reality, this might just be me projecting. You know what <laughs> I mean? This literally might be me projecting. I don't know. I'm just trying to psychoanalyze myself here. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. But, for me, that's how it manifests, and that's how things come to surface in in my life and in my little mental bubble that I live in. Yeah. And for each person, it's going to be completely different. You know, how you perceive your reality and how you perceive your emotions and how you connect to yourself is completely personal to you, but what matters is that you take the time to do it.
0: Yeah, that is really important because it is going to show up differently, I mean, like I've said, I'm good at finding an out. I will distract Mm -hmm. myself. If I don't want to do the inner work, I will do crazy things to keep my mind off of it. I will literally create a to-do list of everything else possible in the world I could do other than look at myself in the mirror and be like, this is what you need to work on.
1: (laughs) Right. And it's one of those things where it's, I also like to preach like just accountability, like self-accountability. And sometimes I love to run from it. Yeah, Um, Um, we gotta be accountable
0: today. She's a
1: runner, she's a track (laughs) star. We
0: gotta be accountable today. Yes. Because we we do preach a lot of stuff.
1: (laughs) And a lot of the spiritual journey really is about, you know, self-development and inner growth. And the whole thing is so complex and it's different for each person. If you struggle with, like, a very serious mental illness and it feels like you are constantly trapped or if you don't necessarily struggle with that and it's just kind of, like, you and your emotional self are disconnected, what matters is that you take the time and you give yourself the space to feel safe in your own presence, to feel safe with yourself and in your emotions because a lot of times i found that, like, I don't feel safe whenever I'm just sat there acknowledging my feelings and that might be a trauma thing I don't know if that's normal for everybody but (laughs) you know shadow shadow work is really about caring for yourself on a very deep level you are the only person that knows you the best you wake up with yourself every day you know every thought that goes through your head you know your dreams you know The little thing that made you annoyed that morning, or you didn't have, you know, the two and a half cups of coffee that you normally do, or, you know, you're the only person that knows every detail, so you're the person that can take care of you the best. So when
0: I first started really working on my shadow self, it was at a point in my life where I had sat in my emotions for a very long time Mm -hmm. and just absolutely felt every bit of it. And I was like, okay, now what and action can it's I like take? it's, hard
1: to find a conclusion, too. It is,
0: and I didn't. I just kept, well, I did, <laughs> but not for a while. Mm-hmm. I had to feel through all those emotions for a long time before I was finally like, okay, what is actually wrong? And I realized a lot of my issues stemmed from, in particular, my heart chakra and my ability to feel and receive love like I really deserved. And that's where I realized most of my shadow work lied was in the fact that... I don't feel loved and I can't express love and why am I like that? What happened to cause that? And so that's when I started doing digging and I was, like, reflecting, like, okay, well, how did I get to this point where I can't feel love for people? What caused Mm -hmm. that? And then I would evaluate the situations that caused it. There's a lot of little ones I could describe, but ultimately it's just finding the source of why you act the way that you do and why you do the things that you do and I realized a lot of my inability to love was coming from the fact that I've never really loved myself or been taught that I should love myself it's like just Mm -hmm. a lot of shame Mm -hmm. like society will make you feel shameful for a lot of things and I was homeschooled for a lot of my life So, the times that I was in public school, I did feel very ashamed a lot of the times, and I didn't have a whole lot of confidence, because that's... She
1: shouldn't, she shouldn't (laughs) have felt that way. I, okay, so I met Carly in freshman year, and she was sat in front of me in my English class. She had all the coolest buttons on her (laughs) bag, and she was wearing a Wu-Tang Clan shirt. Are you kidding me? And she stood up, and she was like, oh, I love Wu-Tang Clan to the teacher in front of the entire class. And in my head, I was like... (laughs) <laughs> this is my friend, and I feel safe. She had no reason to feel like that. I know. Let me just say.
0: <laughs> I really didn't. But then I, I mean, I just created that narrative for yeah, myself that yeah. I needed to feel ashamed and that I was an outsider. And I created it that. It
1: so much to let go of that sort of belief system. It does. I was terrified of people. Like, I, whenever I really had anxiety for me, it was like I could not. I could not be perceived. If people looked at me or said my name, I was like, I'm not here. You don't acknowledge me. I am a ghost. You will never see me again, and you will never know anything about me, and you do not acknowledge me. And that, (laughs) that, that was a narrative that genuinely took me to some dangerous places, but working through it, I mean... I took- it took so much of me giving myself a voice. Yeah. I didn't give myself a voice, and I was a people pleaser for a very long time, and I would please people so much that I did not care about myself. Mm-hmm. A narrative that I had to work on. You Sometimes you have to be selfish. Like, th- the lessons that you can learn in this lifetime are infinite, and these are just personal things that I have gone through and things that Carly has gone through where we had to do the work and had to- look at everything in a completely new perspective no matter how scary it was because it was dependent on our emotional well-being.
0: And lately I've just been really more geared towards physical work that I need to do and Mm -hmm. less the inner work and that's where my issues and where my blocks have been coming up. I've had so many creative blocks all I want to do is paint and all I want to do is draw Mm -hmm. and then as soon as I start I'm like no fuck that I can't and that's Just all because I haven't been doing my inner work. I've only been Mm -hmm. doing outer work, and I don't know how to sit and reflect. And I've had to come back to that, like, literally just today. (laughs) Yeah, no,
1: literally this morning it clicked, and I was like, oh. Oh, I see. I have been literally running away from myself so at 90 when, miles an hour.
0: When we talk about narratives, that me- that's, like, what we're describing is the story you tell and how mm-hmm. you present yourself to yourself and to everyone else. So, like, there's people with mm-hmm. victim mentalities, and that's their narrative. And, I mean, I've been in a victim mentality, too. Me too. Like, Me too. <laughs> we've all been there, where you feel like everything is out to get you, and that's the story you tell, and that's what you reflect on the outside. So, that's, like, and an that, example of a narrative.
1: Right. In the victim mentality, that is something that once you dig that hole, you're gonna spend a whole lot of time digging yourself out. Yeah. Like, you i found that like living in a victim mentality is probably the most toxic thing you can do for yourself yeah because instead of being proactive in trying to really validate your emotions you're putting everything else on your entire environment Mm -hmm. and there are ways for you to change your environment there are ways for you to be proactive about your emotions there are ways for you to kind of get yourself in gear again, you know what I mean?
0: There's always such a struggle between what you have control over and what you don't. Especially for me, because I am such a control Mm -hmm. freak. It's Mm -hmm. like, what am I actually in control of in my life? What do I actually have the ability to change? So when I see that I have the ability to change all these things, I want to just take action before letting myself be and before seeing what I'm really doing.
1: Yes, yes. I mean... I just, I fill my brain with questions that don't need to be asked, you know? I'm like, <laughs> what is the meaning of all of this? Why? Why is this like this? How am I being guided? And the reality is, any chance that I feel misguided is probably a time where I need myself the most. we our own worst enemies. We have all the answers within us. Like, you can always figure something out. It just takes a little bit of getting used to a new perspective most of the time. All today has been
0: for us has been finding a new perspective because yes. we've realized a lot of things that we've said on this podcast that might not really I feel right to someone, people. Yeah,
1: I don't want anybody to feel like they have to be hard on themselves or be mad at themselves for feeling what they do. I want this instead to feel like a safe space for you to feel everything and let it out and just be in your truth you know what i mean that is so important <laughs> just be yourself let the armor go in and- Show what it is that's real, you know?
0: Yeah, we need to let the armor down too. Because I feel pretty silly.
1: (laughs) I do. I feel real goofy. I feel like
0: a clown. Yes.
1: My favorite saying lately
0: is not my circus, not my clowns. But in reality, this is my circus and.
1: There are many clowns. There are
0: many clowns. (laughs) Moving around. Literally. Okay, I want to talk a little bit about how all of this COVID nonsense has put everybody in a position where we are forced to reflect and it is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like when everything was on lockdown and everybody had to stay home or whatever, whatever you were doing during that time, I
1: mm-hmm. know you were
0: sitting and reflecting cause you had no choice. Cause well, I had I no choice. I didn't. <laughs> and what I've realized is a lot of people, myself included are uncomfortable with facing themselves. They're uncomfortable with being alone and, That stems from insecurity, and that stems from shadow work that needs Mm -hmm, to be done. mm -hmm. Like, we have to be able to be content with ourselves, even if we're by ourselves. We're born by ourselves. We die by
1: ourselves. Right.
0: Like, not trying to tell you that you're alone, because you're never alone, but,
1: I mean... The universe has your back. Don't don't get us wrong. But, But at the same time... You are a single individual, and you can't get lost in other people or the busyness of life because if you lose yourself who knows how you're gonna get yourself back you know what i mean
0: yeah and so we've both drawn tarot cards over just what this podcast needs to be about and we both got wheel of fortune reversed and also strength and i feel like that's really important because i feel like everybody's kind of been put to a halt right now we're all kind of forced to stop and reflect Mm -hmm. and that's all a part of this this is all for a reason you're not feeling stuck because Something's blocking you, or something's out to get you, which was the narrative I was telling uh, myself. Right, right. You're stuck because you're meant to be stuck, and you're meant to realize how strong you are, and just reflect okay. on all that you've accomplished and all that vibe you've done. In with
1: yourself, get in tune with who you are a little bit. Dance around your room, get funky. You know what I mean.
0: <laughs> Seriously, your
1: presence, your own presence, can still be fun. For me. I think COVID did the opposite because I love seclusion. Like, personally, I'm like, Mm -hmm. I am a hermit. I like my room. I like the internet. I'll watch everything from afar, and that is great. (laughs) And then I had that realization that it was like, oh, I need to learn how to connect with people. And then the inner work started there. It was like my, my trauma with people. So it can literally be completely different for everybody on what you have to reflect on because for me it was literally like ooh it'll I be so here. apparent
0: your shadow work will show up like regardless of whether you want to or not if you're doing really well in life and you're just having mm-hmm. like the best day ever and one little thing sets you off that's like your big clue yeah if one little yeah. thing sets you off and completely alters your thriving mood that's some shadow work that needs yeah, recognized something
1: was triggered there something deep rooted was triggered or you know, was at risk of being seen, <laughs> if you will.
0: I know, we're all afraid of showing who we really are. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yep. So I feel like a lot of people tend to try to do other things to continuously ignore the inner work. You may jump into large karmic decisions before mm-hmm. you've really had the time to think about the impact mm-hmm. it's going to make on your life. I just feel like everybody in my life is either getting married or getting divorced or having a kid, and maybe that's just, like, my, per- right. my perception no, of I've everything, but that's all I've been seeing, and I'm, that's like... It's just, like, scary to me. It's scary yeah, to me, Maybe that's, too. Like, like,
1: some inner work I need to do, but, like... inner work I need to do. <laughs> but at the
0: same time, I'm, like, oh my god. At the same time, I'm, like, are any of us doing the inner work? Like, none of us need to be doing anything until we, we do the really inner work. We really gotta
1: focus on ourselves here. I mean... <laughs> that really is the spiritual journey summed up is like focusing on yourself and making sure to
0: not lose sight of yourself no matter what's going on in your life you
1: are your top priority
0: if you are married and you do have kids you can't forget yourself and your family i understand family comes first for like everybody but you also have to come first you you also have have to tend to yourself you
1: should absolutely show them the Valentine's Day episode of Spongebob it's really good and I feel like it's socially (laughs) underrated (laughs) <laughs> what about it? It's just I don't know. It had such an impact on me as a kid because Patrick is like, "What about me?" He <laughs> just caused this massive commotion because he's emotional, and I just really connect with it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> then maybe everybody needs to watch it, not yeah, just kids. honestly, honestly, <laughs> maybe I need to it watch. It taught that.
1: me a lesson. All right.
0: SpongeBob's episode of Rock Bottom also taught me yeah, a lesson. absolutely. Rock Bottom humbled me. I don't
1: care if this is on topic. <laughs>
0: me either. Or like, off
1: topic, pardon.
0: Me either, because Rock Bottom really opened my eyes. I also happened to watch the Rock Bottom episode of SpongeBob at a really dark point in my life. It was like the middle of the night. It was I'd been just too up real. all night sobbing. It had
1: no business had resonating no business. that
0: hard. And then I just realized I'm like, wow, SpongeBob fell asleep on the bus, and now he's stuck in this foreign town, nobody speaks his language, he can't get back home, and all he's doing is throwing a fit and panicking, trying to change the situation Mm -hmm. to the point where he's so worked up and he cannot see reason that when the little... Um, anglerfish at the end comes to blow him a balloon to get him out of the hole he doesn't even realize the help that he's receiving and I was just like wow I'm so supported and (laughs) I don't
1: even know and I need to calm down (laughs) maybe that's really the message here like I think the message lies in Spongebob I think all of us should really that's how you do your inner work you watch watch Spongebob and take notes
0: kids shows really do have so much wisdom though especially adventure time adventure time gets my emotions worked up for me it's
1: avatar avatar rustles all of my jimmies especially whenever (laughs) he talks about cleansing his chakras it's just so real it's so real about the spiritual journey. I mean like even what's what's lying in your chakras that's deep rooted whenever he went to go and cleanse his chakras so he could fulfill his spirit world duties, you know what happened? He had to face his subconscious fears. He had oh. to learn to let go. Oh <laughs> no. Oh. oh, there's a message for you. <laughs> Rewatch we'll avatar. <laughs> work on your chakras.
0: We'll pull a message out of any cartoon. I
1: absolutely will. Watching
0: cartoons also helps heal your inner child. It
1: does. It really
0: does. It does. It puts me in a better mood. I'm like, wow, nothing matters because I love Spongebob with all my heart. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: I'm like, what are we doing right now? Why are we watching Spongebob as we I know, speak? we
0: probably should be. Honestly.
1: We're like, alright, go. Gotta go. Bye. <laughs>
0: After a little debate, we decided we need a more formal outro. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We were just going to leave it at that. Honestly,
1: it's just take care of yourself. Listen to yourself. Listen to the own signs of your subconscious mind that are saying, pay attention to me. And feel your emotions.
0: It's okay to be stuck, okay? Being stuck is not a bad thing It's how you perceive it And Mm -hmm. I've been perceiving being stuck as a bad thing I keep getting the Mm -hmm. hanged man tarot card And like Mm -hmm. the devil tarot card Mm -hmm. And it's only because I'm creating it to be a negative thing When I really just need to sit You could just be vibing
1: And watching Spongebob
0: I know And so (laughs) (laughs) Just feel through your emotions Okay, It's not a bad thing to experience All of the emotions you feel All of them are valid And it's what you're meant to do
1: absolutely we're
0: meant to be emotional yes
1: (laughs) yes it is okay to be who you are and feel what you feel there's no need to put yourself through layers of armor and barriers and miscommunication with how you feel with yourself or with others like there's it's okay it's okay this is a safe space we want to bring light to where i felt In fear, my whole life. Like, Mm -hmm. these are areas of things that I have been so terrified to talk about because I think it's only me. And then as I've grown older, it's this is universal. This This is is a universal experience. This is life, you know? And why not share it with each other? Yep. We all got to share in the trauma. (laughs) (laughs) Collective consciousness. Just girly things. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we will be back next week with another episode and who knows what we're gonna dabble into now that we've honestly gotten like the real shit out of the out of the wind that doesn't make sense does it (laughs) it doesn't it's okay we'll
0: just end right there
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay goodbye